Welcome to Inhabit with Alacia Citro, a show dedicated to helping you expand your life and inhabit your dreams. After becoming a corporate dropout and faltering, I realized that the only thing keeping me from my big vision was not taking the small, consistent actions that compound and move the needle. Together, we'll uncover and discuss the ways we stay stuck and how you can unlock your potential in three, two, one. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Inhabit. This is Alicia Citro, your host. I know it's been a few weeks since I shared a new episode. I have been sitting with that with curiosity and more gentleness and grace than I usually give myself rather than just pushing through because I felt like there was something that I needed to realize as far as why I was having this resistance. And I got my answer last night in a dream, actually. I want to share a little bit about that because I know at least someone listening to this is going to be able to relate on some level. And then I'm going to share a technique with you that I used to move through it today when I was really in my feels. Okay, so I have a fear of success because I know if I am consistent and I deliver good quality, not even good quality, great quality, helpful content week after week after week, and I keep showing up, I know that the success will come. I know it. I see it clearly. But that doesn't mean there are not parts of me that are afraid of it. And one of those parts was surfaced to me last night because I was finally ready for it. The seed got planted actually probably about a month ago. I had one a one-on-one call with Lindsay Schwartz, who if you don't follow her and her podcast, Powerhouse Women, go do that. I'll link it in the show notes. Please come to the Powerhouse Women event next year in August. It is the only reason you would ever want to visit Phoenix in August. I promise you it will be worth it. I'll link that in the show notes too. I get nothing by the way for you going. I just want you to be there because it's life-changing, like no joke. And anyway, I won this one-on-one call with her by winning a challenge in her six-figure school program. And while she shared a ton of insights with me on that 45-minute call, the biggest nugget was towards the end when she so gently, so lovingly, so elegantly said, hmm, maybe it's a fear of being seen. And I said, no, that's not it. But then weeks later, as this seed has now been germinating, my subconscious mind was ready to show me a little bit of why I actually am afraid of being seen. Oh my gosh. This memory, it is one from over 20 years ago. There's actually two memories that came up. They're interrelated, one from freshman year, one from sophomore year. And I realized part of my fear of being seen is rooted in shame, in worthiness. And I know that this is my reptile brain just trying to protect me and keep me safe. And if I haven't talked about the three layers of the brain recently, reptile brain is like the base one. It's like what keeps us alive and is responsible purely for survival, not thriving. I know it wants to just keep me in a good place. And if I become a best-selling author, if I have a top podcast, if I begin to speak on stages like, oh, you're going to be so visible and then everyone's going to find out. They're going to find out all these mistakes you made that like really in the scheme of things are like not that big of a deal. But nevertheless, 
our subconscious mind drives 95% of our behavior. And so if we don't uproot these trapped emotions that are connected to the subconscious memories, they're going to keep holding us back. So today, as I relived these memories, I was experiencing so much shame, anger, guilt, sadness, regret. It was debilitating. I felt like I had been hijacked, like like my frontal lobe had been hijacked. Have you ever felt this way where you're just so flooded or overloaded by emotion that it's like your brain doesn't work anymore? That's what was going on with me. I ranked this at an intensity of eight out of 10 when it was happening. And then I went back to this tool and technique that I'm going to share with you in just a second here that brought it down to a two and under two minutes. So I need to give the disclaimer. We're going to talk about emotional freedom technique today. This information is not a substitute for medical or psychological advice. It is not intended to be either of those things. It is not intended to be medical or psychological treatment. Any methods I discuss are not substitutes for professional medical or psychological advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You should always seek the advice of your physician, therapist, or other qualified health providers with any questions you have regarding medical or psychological conditions, and never disregard the professional medical or psychological advice or delay seeking it because of something you've heard me say on this show. Okay, now that I have that out of the way, EFT, it is effective, fast, simple, and free. And what it is, it's commonly known as tapping, and it helps you move through emotions, particularly those that are stuck or causing discomfort. It's basically like psychological acupressure. It takes elements from traditional Chinese medicine, like meridian points that you use in acupuncture, but it pairs it with modern cognitive therapy. It basically operates on the premise that emotional distress is due to a disruption in your body's energy system. So by tapping on specific meridian points, you balance the system similar to acupuncture, but without needles, which can potentially reduce feelings of emotional distress. There's also a cognitive focus to this. So while tapping, you focus on a specific emotional issue and it helps to target and process that issue cognitively. This can increase your awareness and understanding of the problem contributing to emotional relief. Then finally, there's a physical and psychological release. So the act of tapping and concentrating on the problem simultaneously engages your brain's stress and relaxation responses. This dual engagement can decrease physiological arousal associated with stress, leading to a sense of calm and the psychological release of emotional blockages. There's actually a study I will put in the show notes. They did this in 2011, a controlled comparison of the effectiveness and efficiency of both EMDR or uh, eye movement desensitization and reprocessing and EFT. And they found that EFT was an efficient treatment for PTSD. And once you hear how simple this is, you're not going to believe it. Here's the process as an overview, and then I'll give more specifics. I'm also going to link to a blog post that I put up today that breaks this down. If you're an auditory learner, you'll love this version. But if you're more visual, head to the show notes, keep this link, and it'll give you uh, everything that I'm about to share. Here's the overview in five steps, and then we're going to dive deeper. So first, you identify the problem. 
You focus on the specific issue you want to address, which helps target the emotional response or discomfort being experienced. Then you rate the distress. Assess the intensity of the distress on a scale of zero to 10. And that is providing a baseline. Then you set it up. You tap on the side of your hand. Imagine like you were going to karate chop something. Do you karate chop your pillows when you make your bed or you like fix your couch? Okay. That part of your hand, that's where you're going to be tapping. <laughs> so on the side of your hand, right below where your pinky finger is, you're going to tap on that with your fingertips of the opposite hand. And you're going to vocalize an affirmation, acknowledging the issue and affirming self-acceptance despite the problem. So let me give you an example. Mine today was, I am afraid of being seen, right? So I said, while tapping the karate chop point, even though I'm afraid of being seen, I deeply love and accept myself. Then we're going to do a tapping sequence. And I'll go into more detail on this here in just a second. So you tap a series of points on your body, typically on your head and your torso, while you think about the problem and you repeat the reminder phrase. This keeps your brain focused on the issue at hand. And then the final step is resolution. So after several rounds of tapping, reassess the level of distress aiming for a reduced intensity compared to the beginning. I only had to do one round today and it took me from an eight to a two in terms of intensity. And this took me less than two minutes. I know because I filmed it and made a reel. And I know that sounds crazy. Oh, you filmed yourself tapping for like being afraid of being seen. I thought that might supercharge it. And I think it did. Here's the tapping sequence. After you're done with three rounds of the karate chop tapping, and the affirmation that goes with it, then you tap right above your eyebrow and you repeat the phrase. Then you move to the side of your eye. And there's a video in this post if you want a visual. Then after the side of the eye, when you say the affirmation, you go under your eye. You say it again. Now you go under your nose, right above your lip. Then you move on to your chin, then your collarbone, then under your arm, like where your bra strap would hit and then top of your head. And you do this as many times as needed until you feel relief. You also can start with a more negative statement. So for instance, mine was, even though I'm afraid of being seen, I deeply love and accept myself. That could be perceived as negative. You can make it more neutral by saying something like, it's safe to be seen and I deeply love and accept myself. And then if I needed to go more positive, I could say, I am ready and excited to be seen and I deeply love and accept myself. You get the picture. It helps sometimes to write out the statements before you get going so that you don't take your mind off of what you're doing while you're in the mix. But I'd be curious if you try this, how it worked for you, how effective you found it. But I hope this helps you. Like I said, it's pretty rare you find a tool that is fast, effective, easy, and free. And that's what EFT tapping is. So I hope this was helpful. Again, go to the link in the show notes if you want to view the blog post that outlines this in steps with the video. And I want to give you my commitment. I am going to do my very, very best to show up consistently from here on out to look fear in the face and do it anyway. And to hopefully provide really 
high quality, helpful content at no cost to you. So one thing that helps me a lot, words of affirmation are my love language. Reading five-star reviews is a big way to encourage me and motivate me to keep doing this. Or if you love the show, if you can take a screenshot and post it to social and tag me, that would be amazing too. No pressure to do any of that, but it definitely helps me to keep it more consistent. So with that, thank you for listening today. I appreciate each and every one of you so very much. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and week. Until next time.